Hi, I'm your host, Amy Frina. For over 30 years, Care Credit has been enabling people just like you to get the care, procedure, or surgery they want or need when they want it. Behind the thousands of amazing testimonials we receive from our cardholders are the dedicated providers and healthcare workers who make these stories possible. In this series, we are giving you exclusive access to these well-respected and renowned care experts who are all part of our Care Credit Network and asking them to share the information and answers you need to make informed decisions about your health, wellness, and personal care. All right, so I am here with Dr. Kathy, who is the lead veterinarian at Pet Point Medical Center and Resort in Irvine. How are you today? I'm doing very well, thank you. Absolutely. Well, we are so excited to have you, and today we are going to talk about a healthy diet for our pets, and I'm super excited. What do you say we begin? Let's begin. Okay. So what does a pet's life stage play in feeding, and should the diet change as they age? Yes, and that's a very good question. Uh, for sure, puppies need a different nutritional mm -hmm. amount and different breeds need a different uh, a nutritional amount. Um, when they're very young, just like people, they need to eat a lot more. They're more active. They have, they're growing. Mm -hmm. um, as they get to middle age, they don't need as much depending on their activity. And of course, as a senior pet, sometimes they get a little more sensitive about what they eat. A little more picky. Picky or... You know, maybe they can't eat all the variety they used to eat right. as a puppy. Yeah. Okay, okay. So with Dr. Google, as I've mentioned him before, um, and all the conflicting information that's out there today, I'm sure you hear a lot of it, how can a pet owner be sure that they are feeding their pet an appropriate diet? That's a very tough question for most people, <laughs> including veterinarians. Um, but there really is important that you do work with your veterinarian to make sure that whatever diet you're using, whether it's home cook or commercial food, mm -hmm. to actually make sure you're getting the nutritional requirements. Right. What should a pet owner look for when they go to the store and they're reviewing the product label and all the ingredients? Is there something that should or should not be Yes. Important? I think just like for us, when we look at something we're about to eat, if it has a really long list of ingredients, probably not as good not for good. you. Mm -hmm. So same thing for the pet owners. You want to look for the ingredients that are limited ingredients. Okay. It doesn't necessarily mean they're grain-free or healthy, but shorter list is better. I, I say <laughs> the same thing. Okay. So can you explain kind of the pros and the cons of feeding, say, a shelf-stable diet such as kibble or canned food for cats or dogs? Yes. Yeah, so... Kibble versus canned. Canned is actually thought to be better for dogs and cats both now because it has more water in it. Mm -hmm. So it actually is better for everything. It helps their saliva. It helps with weight control. So mm -hmm. when they eat canned food, they go, I feel kind of full. I don't need to keep eating. Gotcha. Um, so it's just less convenient for some people to do canned. Right. Yeah. Are, are there any cons other than that maybe? Um, I guess if you have a large dog, um, if you're going to feed canned, you need <laughs> a lot of cans. So sometimes <laughs> those dogs, it's like, well, maybe, maybe we should buy a bag of the dry food. Right. Okay. What are the pros and cons of feeding, let's say, fresh, whole, or raw? Yes. And so I think just like for us, the best food possible for all of us is fresh food. Right. Raw food and or home-cooked food. Um, it depends on the dog which one they tolerate better. Okay. Um, it's very convenient to buy you know, commercial food. Of course. So I think a lot of people, I would love to eat, you know, I would have love to have a personal chef every day and make my food, mm -hmm. but sometimes I eat pizza. So Me too, and <laughs> yeah. ice cream. <laughs> yeah, so dogs, it's kind of, again, sometimes we live in a real world and do have to feed commercial diets. Is there one of those three that is maybe better than the other? 
Oh, fresh for, su- for, sure. for sure. Yeah. Okay. And raw food diets work really well for certain pets as well. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what should a pet owner consider? When should they consider feeding, let's say, grain-free or gluten-free? I know my cat has, I, I'm assuming, an allergy to chicken. Okay. Or to grain. And his eyes just water. But when I switched him to grain-free. Interesting. And no chicken. No more watery eyes. Yes. Did so I make that up, or is that was that Doctor Google, or is that true? Well, so <laughs> in the past, the grain-free diets have actually had less ingredients. So, hmm. did you switch off of grains, or did you just get a more limited ingredient? Good question. What was the question? I'll have to read the, le- yes. the label. Yes, and so um, grains are important for dogs. Mm-hmm. I think more so than cats. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very controversial right now how much they do or do not need. Right. But again, the limited ingredient mm-hmm. is the most important. Okay. All right. Are vitamins and supplements necessary? to ensure a healthy diet just like us? If you're eating a healthy food, you shouldn't need a supplement. Okay. (laughs) But for, you know, I take vitamins sometimes. Mm -hmm. They're good. (laughs) So feeding a pet an optimal diet obviously can be a little pricier than we all expect, but even if that is our desire. Do you have any tips for pet owners to be able to kind of wiggle that into their monthly budget? Absolutely. And so just like for us, if I go, wow, I can have a fresh salad today with my pizza, then mm-hmm. it's good to add in the fresh food. Right. So I think for dogs, if you go, well, I can't do an exclusive home cooked or a raw diet, as long as you add in some of that, you're giving them the nutritional benefits that they need. Yeah. Okay. Is it possible to overfeed your pet and how, I mean, I know, I guess I know it's possible, <laughs> but how do we prevent that from happening? Yeah. So keeping a, an ideal, you know, look at their weight, their body style Mm -hmm. to go, okay, are we getting too heavy? You know, you have to adjust because every dog's different, you know, just like people. Mm -hmm. So, okay. Are there certain foods or ingredients that pets should never eat? My husband and I argue about this one all the time. So yes, you go first. Yes. (laughs) So I think we all know chocolate, which is one of my favorite foods, but Uh um, grapes for sure. And raisins, um, of course, they're the same thing, but a lot of people might not know that. Mm -hmm. Um, There are some nuts that are not good for dogs, Mm -hmm. um, macadamia nuts specifically, and um, avocados are controversial. <laughs> okay. What about the typical, like, giving a cat milk? Oh, yes. So a lot of cats are lactose intolerant. Same with dogs. Hmm. Some cats can tolerate it, but um, I don't usually recommend it because sometimes then you have diarrhea afterwards. Right. Not fun. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so how should a pet owner handle a pet that is a very picky eater? Yes. Well, I do know a lot of dogs will play on us. Mm -hmm. They go, if I hold out long enough, you're going to give me the French fries that you're eating right right now. Uh And um, anyway, so it's really important to actually provide them a healthy diet Mm -hmm. and then let them eat it. If they don't eat it, if they're being stubborn, they'll they'll get around to eating it. They're going to get hungry. Yes. (laughs) Now, if they're being picky because they have an underlying medical condition, that might be something to discuss with their veterinarian. Okay. So Dr. Kathy, Let's talk table food, right? Everyone likes to feed the dog something under the table. Yes. Tell me a little bit about the nutrition, how it's different from how it would impact our bodies to our pet. Yes. So dogs, just like us, like things that maybe aren't the best for them. Uh And so it's really important that if you are feeding off the table, that you're feeding them a healthy choice. Okay. Carrots or, um, you know, something that's fresh Mm -hmm. and not fried. Right. So um, the other thing you need to keep in mind is most dogs are smaller than people. So somebody might go, well, I just gave them a couple French fries. And if it's a chihuahua, that's like, you know, enough to add on several pounds and really make them overweight. Um, (laughs) Not good. Not good. (laughs) (laughs) So the holidays are right around the corner and you have a ton of people in your home. You've got food out everywhere. Um, How can we kind of watch after our pet and make sure that they're not 
you know, yes. eating, eating the cake wrong off the thing. table. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to say as a veterinarian, the holidays are one of my busiest times of year because the dogs are really good at finding that box of C's chocolates uh-huh. and opening it and eating all of it. Right. So um, it's really mindful to keep them out of their reach. Um, also, you know, if you put your turkey up on the table and nobody's watching, maybe the dog will help themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, my own dog once got a stick of butter off the table. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and so those are obviously we really need to be mindful that dogs will seek out those foods. So, so to kind of piggyback that, how do you maybe you didn't see it, and the food is gone or whatever you thought oh. someone took it. How do you know if maybe a little tummy ache is something maybe a little more serious? Yeah, I mean, again, the best thing would be to make an appointment with your veterinarian okay. just to go. Okay, did we really eat enough stuff? Most people usually see all the empty wrappers or mm-hmm. the empty box, <laughs> <laughs> so they usually know. And then if we, if we catch it immediately, we can actually you know make them feel better very quickly. Oh, good. What constitutes an emergency then? Like something that they ate, you know, do you wait and see how they feel or what makes you go to the emergency room? Right. So if they they ate anything that potentially could be toxic, like Mm -hmm. chocolate, grapes, it's important to get them right away to your veterinarian or the emergency room because the quicker we get it out of their system, the better Mm -hmm. chances they have of not needing long-term care. Okay. So that is an emergency. Always. For all of us at home wondering, what are the major watchouts? Like, let's say your pet doesn't care about the food and he wants to eat your shoes or your medicine or whatever. Um, are there any of those that maybe are a bigger red flag than others that we should be mindful of? Yeah, so prescription diets, I think, are the number one reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and why on earth a dog would get a bottle of blood pressure medication <laughs> and eat the whole thing, but they do. They mm-hmm. think it must be special. And um, <laughs> so really prescription drugs are one of the most important things to keep you know, well away from a dog, just as you would with a child. Okay. So um, other things, you know, if they are gnawing on your walls and your shoes, um, it's best to see if you can provide them something that might be more appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, they do seem to like the things they know they're not supposed to chew. Of course. <laughs> so, but um, generally shoes and so forth aren't toxic, but maybe it's more of a anxiety driven thing on their part. Okay. Different, whole different realm of care. Whole different realm. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Could you share a story with us, maybe one of the most unusual things that has happened? Yeah, so I had a very, very nice golden retriever, kind of maybe not a puppy puppy, but, you know, in that teenage year. Mm -hmm. And they were playing with a tennis ball with him, and he decided the best way to keep it away from the owners was to swallow it whole. Oh, my gosh. And we did try and make him throw it up, but that tennis ball was wedged. So we had to go in and, you know, surgically remove it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. But he's doing fine. Good. Good. (laughs) And they're very careful with tennis balls. I bet. (laughs) The holidays are right around the corner, as we've already said. I know my husband as well as others like to give the bone, whether it's the ham bone or whatever, to our cats or dogs. Tell me about that. Yeah, well, we all picture, oh, there's the dog over there gnawing the little bone in the Uh corner. And the fact is cooked bones are actually pretty bad for dogs. They Mm. can splinter. They can actually get very ill from them Mm. if they swallow it whole, which sometimes they do. Sometimes we surgically have to remove those bones. So I definitely advise people, be really careful. I mean, dogs, you know, hey, if you're going to give me a bone, I'll eat it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So no bones. No Definitely no no cooked bones. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Again, with Dr. Google and all the things that we're learning, I think as we go here, um, it's not, we're hearing now that you can give your pets veggies or some table food. It's yes. been 
kind of beaten into our brain to not feed your pet scraps from the table. But you're saying that's kind of changed, correct? It definitely has changed. And I, I do find that pretty much the foods that are healthy for us, you know, lean chicken breast, um, you know, carrots, broccoli, even all kinds of fruits. Mm-hmm. Um, those are actually very healthy for dogs as well, except for grapes. Of course, we can't do those. Okay. But basically, if you go, well, my doctor would be happy if I ate this food, it's probably going to be okay for your pet. But we do also want to do that in moderation or, right. you know, make sure that they're getting a complete diet if we're handing food off the table. <laughs> so when you mentioned the vegetables, does it matter if they're cooked or raw? I do find that most dogs absorb cooked vegetables better. Having said that, a lot of them can eat the raw food. I mean, I guess it's just like us. You know, some people can eat raw and others do better with the cooked. Same thing with cats or just dogs? Cats actually don't really like vegetables very much. (laughs) (laughs) So they're really more carnivores. So again, if you were going to give them a treat off the table, it should be a very lean piece of of chicken or fish too. They usually like fresh fish too. Yes. (laughs) How can you tell if your pet has allergies? So allergies, of course, are very common. The predominant type of allergy would be from the actual environment itself. When we have the Santa Ana winds and pollens blowing around, your dog gets itchy. That's probably from the outdoors. Um, But they can have food allergies. And Mm -hmm. I do find that sometimes you just started a new treat. You bought this cool organic one from the market. Mm -hmm. And then your dog is getting crazy itchy or your cat. Cats Uh are very sensitive to food. Then you might be, hmm, let's stop that treat and see what happens. So that's the recommendation is to quit and see if it, yes. if it subsides. And if yes. not, to come and visit Dr. Yes. Kathy. Or if you haven't given <laughs> any new food, most likely it is from the environment. Well, Dr. Kathy, thank you so much for giving us all this wisdom on how to keep our pets healthy and a diet that they will actually enjoy. Well, it was my pleasure. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on Care Experts with Care Credit. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share with friends and family. And stay tuned for new episodes every week. All information, opinions, and recommendations discussed in this episode are for your information only. We believe the information sources are generally reliable, but because of possible human or mechanical error by the sources, Synchrony or its affiliates, including CareCredit, does not provide warranty to the accuracy, quality, or completeness of the information or any results obtained from it. Any statement or opinions in this episode are the doctor's alone, and included data was current to the time of creating this episode. Please consult your own advisors before using any of this information. Pet insurance coverage offered and administered by Pets Best Insurance Services, LLC, is underwritten by American Pet Insurance Company, a New York insurance company headquartered at 6100 4th Avenue South, Suite 200, Seattle, Washington, 98108, or Independence American Insurance Company, a Delaware insurance company located at 11333 North Scottsdale Road, Suite 160, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85254. Pets Best Insurance Services, LLC, California agency number 0F37530, is a licensed insurance agency located at 10840 Ballantine Commons Parkway, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28277. Each insurer has sole financial responsibility for its own products. Please refer to your declarations page to determine the underwriter for your policy. Terms and conditions apply. See your policy for details.